Hi, I'm Carrie Adams and you're listening to Carrie's Corner. Here we talk to the movers and shakers, the drinkers, the dreamers, the people who make it happen in the liquor industry around the world. So, let's get sipping. Well, during the course of this week, I picked up somewhere that Whiskey Brothers, and I'll have to be corrected on that if necessary, but Whiskey Brothers <laughs> received an award from the SA Small Business Awards for 2021. They came in the top 20. I've got Mark Pendlebury on the line with me from Whiskey Brothers. He is one of the brothers. Mark, hi. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Kerry. Thanks very much for having me. Are you brother or brothers? It's singular. It's brother. Is there only one of you? Well, so there's, the, the team has grown quite large over the last several years, but uh, there was, you know, when it started initially, it was just me uh, was and just Whiskey Brother. Okay. It was just me. Uh, and Whiskey Brother was actually a whiskey blog that I had, you know, almost 10 years ago, which is where the name originally stemmed from. Yes, I know. I've been, well, in fact, you're not a stranger to me because we've chatted before on various different sort of, platforms i follow you avidly because i i'm in <laughs> awe of your business and i know that well, you started a blog in 2009 and i know that you started your shop in about 2012 and i wanted to well first of all let's get things let's get all the niceties out of the way congratulations mark on the award that you, you just won let's tell the <laughs> listeners so much. about it tell tell us all about it what is it and what does it mean to you yeah i mean so it's it's it comes as quite a you know i suppose a surprise um and uh, obviously we're elated at the news and we're humbled and honored uh and you know just in terms of what the what the the industry and what the uh, well i mean the reality of trading in the last 20 months has been, you know, exceptionally yeah. difficult uh, yeah. and we all know why. So there's no need to talk about that. But, um, you know, so to come out of the, a very difficult period, uh, without doubt, our most challenging uh, period yet and yes. to receive some kind of recognition uh, is wonderful. So um, it, it's kind of reaffirming we're doing the right things and that hopefully the worst is behind us. So, um, yeah, we received the news late last week um, in, in terms of the um, I think it's it's the. Yes, South African Small Business Chamber, and we were recognized as a top 20 South Africa small business. So, yeah, it's, absolutely it's brilliant. Thrilled. I'm so proud for you. And I just think, you know, <laughs> having you. watched your business grow from really, as you say, a little blog for people who were interested in whiskey, and I've always been one of those. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. And to watch the devotion. Thank you, Carrie. And the dedication that you've put into that business and, and to see its organic growth, which has been absolutely amazing. And now, of course, this, which, as you say, is just so nice to be acknowledged, no matter how big we think we are, no matter how big those big girl panties are that we put on every morning. Sometimes it's quite nice for somebody to pat you on the back and say, well done, isn't it? Absolutely. No, without, without doubt. It really, it, it does feel good. Um, and, you know, again, it, it has been a difficult period. So there's been some, some, you know, some of our worst lows yet, so to, so to speak. Um, yeah. And so this is, a, this is a lovely high to balance some of the dark, you know, the darker months that we faced over the last exactly. you know, year and, and a half. And to end the year on after a really 
tough trading year because, gosh, we don't have to. We can cry into each other's soup, actually, about how tough it's been <laughs> for the retail yes. industry and more specifically for the booze industry because of all the lockdowns. I mean, it, it really has yeah. been blooming difficult. Absolutely. You have kept your you have kept your head above water. In fact, you you've expanded because you've got a, a proper tasting facility. You've got a whiskey bar in Morningside. You've got a shop in Bryanston. You've got another shop in Hyde Park. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess I guess the you know consumers and, and drinkers are you know, are liking what we're putting down, so to speak. Um, and so we, we've been very fortunate that, uh, you know, over the last, so, well, next month is our nine year anniversary. Um, yes. So, you know, and, and we were, we were a tiny business. I mean, we weren't even a small business. We were a micro business nine years ago. Mm. Um, and, uh, and thankfully um, we're, you know, very fortunate and that we seem to have found a good groove um, and we've been successful in what we've done so yeah. far. Um, and that we've seen more demand. So, um, you know, and as you mentioned, the, the business growth has been very much organic. You know, mm. we, we've, we've put everything back in the business. We, we, you know, consistently yes. do that year on year. Um, and we've seen demand, you know, pop up in other places. We see, you know, areas of Joburg and the rest of South Africa that we, you know, we see that people kind of want the products that we have and, yes. uh, you know, want, to, want the events. And so we've, we're slowly where we can. We're trying to, and we have expanded over the years. So, I mean, the, the whiskey bar in Morningside—that's uh, already now four years, mm. um, and uh, we have and it our goes well, store. Hey? Does that go well for you? Yeah, the, the bar for us does very well. And again, I mean, it's just—it's part of our ecosystem. It, it's one thing to be able to buy a full bottle at retail, but if you want to do some tastings and you want to try other products yeah. um, before you buy, it, well, then the bar is a great place. Yes. Uh, and we, we're obviously very proud of the bar. It's a very different offering. Uh, I mean, today we have over 1,500 whiskeys available at that bar. So, I mean, it, that's quite a staggering selection. I wanted to speak to you about your <laughs> about the offering that you have in your in your stores because it's not easy. And and speaking as a retailer, well, a big, quite a medium sized retailer who has <laughs> who has access to, you know, all the import agencies and what have you in the country. There's nowhere near 1,500 labels that are available to, to normal retail. You are abnormal retail. How do you find all those whiskeys? Yeah, so just to, to clarify, though, the, the bar offering is, is approximately 1,500 whiskeys. The retail offering is, is, you know, less than half of that. Yes. And as you say, you know, when it comes to retail, there's very strict requirements. And as you'll know, there's limited release whiskeys that come and go all the time. Yeah. So, you know, you may have a whiskey available this week that is no longer available next week. Yes. Well, we can always keep, you know, two, three bottles for bar, which stretches a lot further, gets more people exposed to that product. Yeah. So, you know, the, the bar is, is easier to, to have a much bigger selection. Uh, most of those whiskies we couldn't replace. Um, you know, more than half are not available at mm. retail. In terms of our retail stores, of course, yes, we you know we consider ourselves the largest selection of, of whiskey in, in in the country. We're very proud of that. It is a bit easier when you specialize in the product. You know, we're not trying to. We, we, we yes, we've diversified our range, but uh, whiskey is still our speciality. Um, and we obviously have exclusive stock that we have access to. We import our, you know, exclusive products. We have our single casks. Yes. So that helps us get, uh, you know, products that other retailers uh, do not have access to. So do you boys sort of make a plan to jump on an airplane every now and again, which you, all, of course, haven't been able to do this year either, but to get over to Scotland or to wherever it is, Japan, wherever you're going to go and source some whiskies 
And you go and pick and choose, buy barrels of your own, have single bottlings done specially. Is that is that what you're sort of doing? Absolutely. And we've done that from the early days. Um, I mean, it, I think it's very much been part of our, our you know, our, uh, I guess, differentiation or our, yes. you know, an additional offering that you don't find in many other places. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we don't, we're not always fortunate enough to jump on the plane and, and actually, you know, sample the casks directly at the warehouses. That's mm-hmm. obviously the preference. But, you know, uh, I mean, this year alone, we've now, as of today, released 14 uh, single casks this year. Wow, that's fantastic. That's just, that's just this year. And, and January was a no trade month and we had a second lockdown this year, right? So, I, I mean, you're talking about nine, ten months of trade. We've done 14 single casks. That is so, brilliant. Um, just to give everybody an idea, how many bottles come out of your single cask? Uh, so good question. It does range uh, or does depend on the size of the cask, but mm-hmm. the range would usually be from smallest would be about 120 bottles and the biggest would be about 550 mm-hmm. to 600 bottles. Mm-hmm. So there's depending on the cask. Um, and, you know, these are products that we select, as you as you mentioned. Um, yeah. But with that many casks, we can't select each and every one of them at source. Uh, and particularly without being able to travel, we've just over the last year gotten a lot of samples uh, and made our way through those. Yes, and I think I think um, one of the things that that really does set you apart, Mark, and I'm a big stickler for for service levels because I think that with the madness that's taken over the world as we live and breathe. Um, service levels have taken such a dive. People simply don't seem to care about that personal touch that I believe sets one retailer apart from another. And every time yes. I've ever walked into a Whiskey Brothers store, there's just such a nice vibe. There's such a nice feel. There's a, something that says, come back. Come and see me again. <laughs> and that's what I've always tried to create in any way that I've worked, you know, and I do, I think that Training, which you've obviously done lots of, um, and service yes. levels have really set you apart from, from everybody else in the country. N- not to sort of, um, detract from, from the unbelievable range of whiskies that you have got, because that is difficult. I know that it's difficult to maintain that kind of an offering. Um, it's, it's yeah. hard work, but your service and, and, um, just the, the whole approach to, to customer care is amazing. Do you have specialized training programs to, to make sure that your staff reach those, those standards? Nothing official. Uh, you know, there's, there, there's no official training program that we do with our staff. I mean, I, th- I think for us, the, 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 you know, the, the ethos is in every one of the team members, you know, yes. so it's, it's kind of, uh, and we, you know, there, there's two things that help in the favor here is that, you know, our staff are passionate about the same things that we are, you know, as, as I guess business owners in that they're passionate about the products and that makes a massive difference. And they're passionate about the people and those people are the producers and the people in Scotland, but it's also the community and the drinkers here in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we've, we've been fortunate and it's obviously by design. It is intentional yes. that we offer a friendly environment, but yeah. if you have good staff and, and, you know, and then, you know, I always refer to kind of the staff as a team We're we're, you know, we're very much a family. Uh, we're still quite small. Um, we, you know, we all do what needs to be done in order to make sure that, you know, we deliver to our community. Yeah. Um, and that makes a difference. I mean, you know, when, when you care about your staff, your staff care about your customers. Um, mm. When you care about the products, your staff care about those products. We, we 
you know, and we, we're, uh, as opposed to the training, we're probably a lot more meticulous on the hiring process, making sure we find the right people. They don't yes. have to have the whiskey experience. Yeah. And I think this is what's quite astounding is that the vast majority of the staff that we have, um, you know, have no formal whiskey background or spirits background. So you don't have a that thing we that can says, train. You don't have a thing that says you have to have drunk 2,000 bottles of whiskey before you apply <laughs> for this job. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, that'd be, I mean, there, not many people would qualify, even, you know, industry Maybe folk would, would, would yeah. struggle. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think that we, we, we hire for, I guess it's, it's the passion. It's the customer service instinct. We can train the whiskey, yes. you know, um, and, and that's what we do. And I think that's where we do well. You know, we, we, we know how to train our staff on the products that yeah. we hire for that customer service element. That's yes. probably a good way to put it. So now the next thing that I wanted to speak to you about is whiskey as a growing category in South Africa. Because I feel, and I've got no stats to back this up except my experience, but I feel that whiskey must certainly be the biggest, quickest growing spirit category in the country at the moment and in fact maybe even in the world no sorry to say and they can't get enough of it no look you know whiskey has been popular in the country for for you know over a decade already but historically we we ranked a lot higher than we do uh, today or that than we have in recent years when it comes to both the value and volume of whiskey being um, important to the country i mean obviously last year was an exceptional year and we all expect a drop in 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 mm. value and volume but there was a 25% decrease in value of uh, you know scotch whiskey imported in south africa last year no, I mean, that, that's, that's exceptional circumstances yeah. because we've been on a decline for four or five years already. We are no longer in the top 10. Uh, we were once supposed to, you know, developing markets to say, oh, look at South Africa, top 10 Scotch whiskey consumer. Uh, you know, those years are seven years, you know, behind really? us. Is that yeah. not just as a result of there being so, so, such diminished offering that's coming into the country? I mean, I've, I've got customers, we've had customers, hundreds of customers who would have bought anything that came in instead of the same old run of the mill that we get through the same old agents. Do you know what I mean? I, I can't believe that it's a diminishing sure. category. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, you know, there, there's, there's the, I guess, the corollary. There's the flip side in that, you know, uh, if you've got good products and you, you know, there's still growth. I mean, fortunately, is as we've kind of, uh, I guess, suggested, the Whiskey Brother has been fortunate enough to be able to eke up uh, some growth over the last few years. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and so we do have the products and we are selling more whiskey. But as a, as a, as a market, uh, we aren't. And, I mean, you can see the rise of gin as an example over the last few years. That mm -hmm. has absolutely eaten into some of the whiskey market. Um, you, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of yeah, the, you know, not with a hardcore whiskey, you know, uh, consumer, you know, who are dedicated to whiskey, but a lot of consumers, you know, do, you know, move with the trend, move with the times, try mm. different things. They might still love their whiskey. I'm not saying they've, you know, kind of moved completely away from it, but then they'll have, you know, a gin as a, as a substitute on a summer's day or whatever it may be. So uh, as a market, we are, we, we are dropping and that is hurting us in terms of available for sure. Well, I was going to speak to you about that because I know that you've added to your offering you no longer just whiskey brother, you whiskey and gin and, and other spirit brother, and I assume that that's the reason why. Is that correct? Or is it just an additional passion? 
Yeah, so a uh, good question. I, I mean, this all very much was born out of uh, the lockdowns last year, to be honest. Um, you know, there was a need for the, for the business to try and recover as quickly as it can. Uh, and we had had lots of requests from our, you know, good audience and customer base um, that for convenience sake, can we not also stock a few other products? Mm. So, you know, as, as a business, it was, it was a quite a, I think defining moments and we've been, we've always, we've considered it for years, but always just said, no, you know, the time's not right. And I think last year the time was right for obvious reason. Mm. And, uh, you know, we, we were very comfortable and confident that we can still, uh, you know, offer a wider selection, but still stay true to our, you know, our, our, our passion and our ethos. Yes. And we can represent these other products as well as we can do whiskey, which I think, you know, the, the consumers also need. Mm. So. Well, I was yeah. going to, I was going to say it's quite a, it's quite a tricky, um, decision to make that because do you dilute your, your sort of throne, which you do have as Mr. Whiskey South Africa? And do you dilute that by adding other product? But if you have a, if you have a request from your existing clientele, then absolutely you've got to go ahead and do it. How much other spirit? Have you have you put into the stores, and what other spirit is it? Is it gin and rum and brandy and what? Yep. So um, we, I, I think you know, I'd, I'll, I'll start by saying we still have more whiskey than anything else. <laughs> so yes. just in case anyone is, is worried, that yeah. is, you know, that is obviously what we're known for, and we're very proud of that, and, and we want to keep that up. But um, we have obviously we have diversified into other spirits, so we have a small selection. And the, the key here is that we're not trying to have the biggest selection. When it comes to whiskey, we will always have the biggest yeah. selection. When it comes to the other products, we, it's curated, it's carefully chosen. Uh, it represents, you know, g- good South African producers. It represents good international producers, and that's the goal there. Um, mm-hmm. So we have a limited selection of gin. A limited selection of rum and cognacs, um, of brandies, and then of wines. And that's very much it. So there's no kind of ready to drinks. There's no craft beers. Um, you know, it's, it's whiskey. It's a few other spirits and then it's some fine wines. Okay, and that's. I didn't even realize it was wine. So you basically are a fine wine and spirits merchant. That's what you are. That's congratulations. <laughs> you've, you've, you've grown. You've gone from a, from a baby to, a, to an adolescent to a grown up. And I think that's absolutely brilliant news, Mark. Before yeah, you, you, before you became a whiskey brother, what were yes. you? Who were you before you grew up? Uh, that's, that's an interesting question. <laughs> Who was I? Uh, it's very philosophical, but I, so I was, I was a, uh, I guess a young corporate male. You know, for lack of a better term, oh, um, trying to try trying to climb the ladder. You know, thinking that that was the the path. You know, that was the right path. Yeah. Um, and uh, it didn't take me too long in corporate to decide. You know, this is well. It was actually it was it was my passion for whiskey that drove me out of corporate. Okay. Um, because it was very much around. Well, I can. You know, I can just keep doing this, but I, I, I want to do whiskey. I want, I, I believe there's a, a gap in the market. I believe there's a, there's a demand. I believe there's a community that will appreciate this type of offering. Um, and that's what kind of spurred me on to do Whiskey Brother. Well, I'm um, so but before glad that we saved you from a corporate life, <laughs> the shackles of corporate hell. You know, that could have been too terrible for words when there was this latent whiskey passion lingering inside. When you first started your blog, did you have any yes. idea that you wanted to start a little shop? 
so not not in the first year, but probably from the second year, it was already on my mind. So I'd, I'd go back as far as about 2010, um, and and the idea was there. I mean, the the idea initially was oh, it would be great to have this type of store in Joburg. That's mm. where you know, as a, as a whiskey consumer, I've got my you know my whiskey budget every month. I'm tired of going to you know kind of the the the, the Say offering. Say it, Norman um, Goodfellows. Say no. it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Gary. That's not fair. Um, uh, no, so but you know, it, the more general bottle store, um, and you know where I was going with my whiskey book, and I was you know yeah. reading my book to help pick up a whiskey. You couldn't really get, you know, I'm not saying it didn't exist. There was plenty of good, there was plenty of individuals uh, that cared about the products and they were trying to do their best. But I did feel there was room for more, um, particularly like Whiskey Brothers started, which was nothing but whiskey. And yeah. I think that was an important start for no, us. Just so, fantastic. Yeah. You know, so the idea was always I'd be great to have a store like this. And when I traveled, I'd go to Scotland or wherever it is and I'd, I'd, I'd see these stores. And I'd, I'd be so cool to have this in Joburg. And through the blog, it was it was clear to me at least that there was a there was a big community and they shared sentiment, and so that was the encouragement I think I needed. Um, and then it was you know shortly after the blog, you know after the first year and a bit, then thinking well actually you know yes it'd be cool to have a store, but why don't I just why why, why can't I be the person that does that? It's that retail um, trap, Mark. <laughs> Once you get caught in that sort of retail mouse trap, you never get out. It's running through your veins. First of no. all, you think whiskey runs through your veins. Then you realize it's retail that runs through your veins. Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't run through my veins, Carrie. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I have wonderful people on my team that it does run through their veins, and I'm so appreciative for that. Mm. Um, but, you know, the, the driving force behind all of us is the passion for the products and the people. You know, it, it's it's not it's not the hard – I'm a terrible salesman. I'll be the first to admit it. Um, and thank goodness I have people that can do it for me, you know, it's, or that I'm, you know, part of the team that I do it. I doubt because... that you're a terrible salesman. If I <clears> walked into your shop and I said, explain your best day, Along the, the banks of the, of the river Spey. <laughs> Tell me, big salmon jumping in that clear water, very green, very, very green grass, white woolly sheep, and, and a beautiful distillery behind you that was churning away and a glass of Gorgeous single malt, Highland malt in your. Oh, I mean, you could sell what, that. What are, you, what are you selling, Carrie? I'll buy it. I'll buy it. What are you <laughs> selling? Oh, anything. I'm going to sell you Belveni because that's my. I'm the. I'm a keeper for Belveni so, and Glenfiddich. So that's my favorite. Favorite story was I opened my castle window one morning and looked outside and I could actually see the fish jumping in that river. I couldn't believe. I mean, yep. it was just such. A magnificent space, and I know that we get whiskies from other places in the world, but Scotland has to be the best and the most beautiful home of whiskey, doesn't it? Maybe uh, the Irish are going <laughs> to Irish are going to kill me, and I'm, I've got an Irish family. So <laughs> that maybe, I mean, look, hmm. I'll you know what I will, Scotland is a very special place. There is no doubt about that. I, yeah. I fell in love with Scotland, and it. I feel like Scotland partially runs through my veins as well. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, you know, when it comes to whiskey, we know there are wonderful, you know, there, there are dozens now of countries producing wonderful whiskey yeah. and, and they all have a uniqueness about them. And that's what's I think beautiful about the industry. You know, when, when a new craft brewery opens, no one says, Oh, well, that's not made in Germany. Why yes. can't it be very good? <laughs> right. But you know, and the same thing for gin, you know, what, what does South Africa know of gin making, but we're making exceptional gins. I the know. truth is you can, you can be true to the product. You can honor the history, but you can forge your, own path forward no matter where you are in the world i think that's very very true until you until you meet a me 
and a me who says a me who says that those ghouls and fairies and giants and mysteries and what have you that come out of the very very beginning beginning cornerstones of of scotch malt i mean of malt i love it yeah. all but you're quite right mark and it's probably that same all encompassing vision that you've got that has led you to the success that you have achieved so far and i hope that in Maybe next year or the following year, I'll be phoning you and interviewing you because you're in the top 20 big business awards competition. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> that, that, who knows? I mean, you know, the future is, is well, it's an open book and uh, we have plenty of plans. Uh, let me, you know, I can say that at least. We, we've never, we, we never, we haven't tired. Uh, oh. We still have so many more ideas. We have so many more things we want to do. So, um, you know, hopefully you know, they'll come to light. Um, I mean, last year, obviously, or the last 20 months, we had plans that disappeared quite quickly. But, um, you know, we're back on track and uh, and we're planning for the future. And, you know, um, we, we don't like to talk about these things before they happen. So hopefully, you know, well, you'll I have me back. Well, I was going to ask you where you're opening your next shop, <laughs> but I know that you're going to give me a complete and utter call for it. So I'm not going to ask you that question. I'll phone you when it happens. <laughs> I'll give you a warm shoulder. I just won't tell you. Okay, my darling. Well, listen, congratulations from all of us once again. You are very Thank special so to all of us in the whiskey world. You've done an amazing job of bringing so many beautiful expressions to all of us who love whiskey. And we are so pleased for you that you've been honored with this award. Couldn't have gone to a more deserving person. Thank you. That is very kind of you. I really appreciate that. And, uh, and yeah, I mean... What are you drinking you know, for the hoping, rugby? What are you drinking for the rugby on Saturday? Um, I'll probably uh, what? Uh, I, so it will be a new whiskey by the release. We just re- we just had two products drop today, um, okay. so we have two new use of single casks. They are both stunning, and uh, they'll be on my you know they'll be in my drinking kind of you know Good. itinerary for the next month. Yeah, oh, boy, Mark, thank you so much. <laughs> have a brilliant weekend. Thank you, and Carrie. From all Take of us care. Business, thanks very very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. Bye.